0: Welcome back to Leaders of Color, a podcast by Leading in Color, where we focus on young racialized leaders across Canada who are doing impactful work in their communities, especially those who are creating opportunities for other racialized youth. On today's episode, we are joined by Ramneek Johal. Ramneek is a second year journalism student in UBC's master's program and a staff writer for Daily Hive Vancouver. In her free time, she likes to watch sports, work out, or rather tell people that she does, watch trashy reality TV, and get lost in a good read. Rumnik has her own blog and podcast titled Rum and Woke, where she shares the trials and tribulations of navigating life as a daughter of immigrants and a woman of color, as well as her writing and poetry and thoughts on just about everything in between. The purpose of her podcast and blog is to share her experiences with young people and open them up to the idea that possibilities exist beyond the limitations that they were taught to naturally accept, whether from society or culture. Her goal is to speak up even when she shouldn't, both online and in her stories, and to be so unapologetically herself at all times. As a journalist, she takes pride in telling many stories that matter, be it about mental health, diversity, about consent and sexual health policies, climate change, and so much more. What matters is bringing light to topics that otherwise go underexplored. Welcome to our podcast. Can you tell me a little bit more about the work and organizing that you're doing and some of the activism and advocacy you might be doing within those fields?
1: Yeah, so I'm a second year master's student and I'm also a writer for Daily Hive. Um, And so being a student and also a writer and then simultaneously having a blog and podcast, Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like I occupy this weird space where I'm allowed to experiment with my different voices because I have the academic perspective where um, I actually will be doing research into my community um, in Surrey. And then I have uh, oh, my cool. work side of things, which is great because I get to go to different events and things in the community and report on things that mm-hmm. may not be covered. Um, and then with the podcast, uh, I feel like I'm able to share a completely different side of me that's more based on a- advocacy and activism and talking about issues that I hold uh, near and dear to my heart that I can't really talk about in the academic or journalism space. Yeah, and yeah exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. So what actually got you motivated to start? What is Was it just like being in your community or was there a specific lived experience that you had that you wanted to share?
1: Yeah. So, so Raman Woke, my podcast, kind of was a result of, yeah, this constraint that I felt on my voice in terms of feeling like I had so many thoughts and opinions and experiences that I knew other people would relate to, but just not having a space to engage in that dialogue or to even have that dialogue. And so my first podcast kind of started out as being um, my response to the idea of having to fit between a, a set box. And that's something that I really mm-hmm. talk about often is I think in society and in, in, in culture, especially for me as a child of immigrants and a woman of color, I think there's sometimes it feels like there's such rigid expectations of what you can do mm-hmm. Um. And I don't think I'm necessarily doing anything revolutionary, but I think by naming that and saying that um, the freedom to choose whatever it is that you want to do and shape your life in whatever way you choose and being vocal on whatever it is that you choose, that also is a revolutionary
0: act in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Do you have any examples of that in your day-to-day life that you've experienced that you'd want to share?
1: Well, I think for the podcast, um, and, and and the uh, the blog and, and I do share my poetry on, on Instagram and stuff. I think I think it's a, it's an opportunity again to show a different side. So I often for the poetry I like to talk about mental health mm-hmm. and um, anxiety and stress because I think that especially culturally that's not a thing that's talked about. Um, and I think that in doing so it gives yeah. other people a dialogue where I'll get people reaching out or commenting or sharing things in ways that's a little bit more difficult. Yeah. And so also with with uh, the online platform, I'm able to talk about even political issues, like encouraging people to get out and vote. And while, you know, you think people would be more educated on these things, I think mm-hmm. when you're confronted with it in the news versus when you're confronted with it on your Instagram feed, I feel like people have a different response. So it's mostly just me trying to play around with different mediums to get messages out about things that I think. Mm -hmm.
0: And was there any specific motivation as to why you wanted to put it out there for the public to see rather than just sharing it, I guess, or more like a self introspective um, sort of routine? Yeah, I think
1: as a as a journalist and as a student, I think I realized that people sometimes can be apathetic if you're not necessarily involved in or constantly confronted by things in the news. I feel like people either they're apathetic or the news can be really upsetting and depressing and and, and that's a real thing and I and I completely um resonate with that Mm -hmm. but I think there's also if people are turning away from the news I think it's just there has to be other ways to get people information not just about you know climate change or or mental health or voting like these big issues but even boiling down to like Mm -hmm. my community and so like for me like cultural expectations double standards uh gender roles um the way women are expected to behave in certain spaces so just different things like that I think those are motivators for me to just be like hey if I'm experiencing this thing where I have to go and advocate for myself to get paid more and it's really stressful I'm just going to post about it and see you know what other people are feeling because oftentimes as women of color it's a real thing that we undervalue ourselves but it's like not something that we talk about and for me it's just like I wish someone was Mm -hmm. there to tell me these things so it's kind of just me being like here's my trial and error Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing but here's what I'm trying to do and hopefully this information is of help to somebody else
0: Do you see it as almost being kind of a digital mentor to youth in your community at all? I think I would consider myself
1: more of just like an uh, open resource (laughs) just in terms of I kind of just lay everything out on on the table as it comes to me and I don't ever claim to be an expert on anything (laughs) Um, I think I'm constantly learning and also learning from people when I do share things. So I think it's, it's nice that I get to Mm -hmm. share these experiences and have people reach back. But I think yeah, I think it's nice to be considered a resource and have people who who value what it is that I'm trying to share.
0: For sure. And I guess being a resource too, it seems like that could be a lot of pressure on you. Has there been any challenges in putting your work out there, putting your voice out there, putting your life out there? Um, just to share with other people? And has has there been a challenge in that at all? Or yeah, will, ab-
1: absolutely. Yeah, a little bit of both. Because, um, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm balancing like all of these different roles. And I think sometimes my personal voice is the one that I kind of give the least attention to, even though it's the one that I'm most passionate mm-hmm. about. Um, so while I try to use my schoolwork and my actual work to talk about things that I'm that I care about sometimes it's just a, a time constraint and then on top of that it's um, I don't know everything and for me that's a challenge is that I'm sharing issues that I think are important um, I'm sharing things that I think people should know about but that necessarily doesn't mean that I'm an expert in any way or I'm giving the full picture because it's just not possible with the limited yeah. resources that I have it really
0: is like a personal lived experience and if you can relate then then it works out
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that and just like the issues that are close to my heart again like climate change Mm -hmm. voting mental health like these are things that I'm I'm sharing about but it's always from my lens and I'm very open about that that I'm not ever claiming to be this this woke person even though it's in the name (laughs) rum and woke I'm not (laughs) gonna claim that I'm some woke person I'm just doing the best that I can
0: (laughs) no that's totally fair um have you gotten any feedback or what has the response been like since you started this? It's
1: been unreal. It's weird because I don't have like this massive following, like in terms of social media followers, but the response mm-hmm. I get is not proportional to the followers. I mean, like, I track my website all the time and I get people engaging, and then I'll get people messaging that like I've never met in my life, um, talking about how the poetry meant something or mm-hmm. sharing you know, information that I'm putting out there because they think it's important for other people to hear. And so that's been really cool. Um, and just in terms of getting other people to think about what their passions are, and letting them know that you don't need to be a professional and like that there's no like, no guard on this, on social media, and there's no, no wall up there's it's a way that anybody can get involved and can share their voice and share their stories. And, whatever it is that they're passionate about. And I think that that's what I try to tell people, especially in my community, where I think that there's just so many stereotypes around being a South Asian person and specifically a South Asian person from Surrey. And however we try to break these stereotypes, I think is super powerful.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think you're right about social media. Like I view it too as something where, especially for women of color is like, we never really had a platform that we could, use openly um, and it it just allows us kind of to without barrier go through it and like make our point uh, not to say that there isn't repercussions for a lot of women of color who voice their opinions on social media but yeah I think you're totally right on that um, and I wonder what was it like I guess the first time you got feedback I remember when I used to write for a magazine um, the first time somebody messaged me being like, oh, my God, I relate to this so much. And, like, thank you for writing this. And it was things that, like, I would have done to somebody who I admired um, and, like, shoot them a DM and be like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> um, I was wondering what your what your first response was. What was the first experience of that like for you? Um,
1: actually, when I – this one wasn't uh, – well, there's been a couple that I've been – that I've held really, really – dear to my heart but i think uh one of the things that i got to do this summer that i also share on my (laughs) blog and podcast is for work i actually got to cross over and cover an event that i was interested in as a result of who i am and my intersection so it was an event um that was put on by uh, Didi hood Mm -hmm. 5x fest so that was a um an event it was called him and it was celebrating um Mm -hmm. south asian women of um all different walks of life and they were mostly older women and I got to actually mm-hmm. convince my editor to let me cover that for work and and oh, wow. that was great because it was a way to celebrate the strength of, of South Asian women but to be able to mm-hmm. bear witness to those stories and then be able to put them in a news outlet where stories like these aren't actually covered which is why it makes it that much more important to allow women of color to tell mm-hmm. their own stories. So when I was there, uh, one of the women who was being featured would ac- was actually just so grateful for me to even for even being there. And that was a huge, oh, wow. humbling moment because I was grateful to even be there and be in her presence. Um, and I was like, no, what you're doing yeah. is cool. And she's like, no, what you're doing is cool. So that was a, a great moment for me just because, yeah, it probably wasn't the biggest story in the world, but for the people involved and the people who that event meant something to um it was very impactful and yeah that's kind of my philosophy is like you don't have Mm -hmm. to be the the biggest most popular most followed person I think if you just do what you are passionate about with integrity and you mean it people will will reach
0: for it and would you say that that's probably one of the most fulfilling parts of doing what you get to do every day?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think with the with the podcast and and with the platform it's so interesting because like one of the things I do is I share poetry like I said about like my lived experiences, mental health, anxiety, just other things that go on in my life and I think having people who actually resonate with what you're saying is is one of the main reasons I do it because like you said I could just keep it as something that I do for myself, but yeah, there's just so many different ways to tell stories. And I like to utilize all of them in in what I mm-hmm. do, whether it's schoolwork or my podcast. I think it's nice to play around with the storytelling medium and tell stories that make people feel something regardless of what form they come in.
0: And I guess by virtue of just who you are, your audience is, is largely women of color, young women of color. Are there ways for them to get involved in the work that you're doing at all? As of right now,
1: not necessarily. I do do some collaboration product projects with, for my podcast. So I've done a couple with some of my friends and uh, people that I know. But again, because I've just been so busy, I haven't been doing it as much. But with that being said, it is definitely something that I do want to do a lot more in, in the future. Um, I, I've i attended a poetry event recently, and I found that very impactful. And I think in our, in my community, I want there to be more spaces for dialogue, actual physical spaces for dialogue, especially for women of color. And I think that's something that I want to make my next little passion project is kind of facilitating that because I think, I mean, it's great to have that online, but I think it's so much more raw and emotional and impactful to have people speaking their truths, um, and bearing witness to mm-hmm. each other's truths in person, like like that uh, poetry event that I attended. So yeah, going forward, it's definitely something that I want to do more when I get a little bit more free time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so you talked about how this could be a, a future project that you're working on. Do you have any upcoming plans with your blog and your podcast that people should be paying attention to? Or things that people can can share and, and look to for some yeah, advice? Yeah, um,
1: so I've been posting sporadically here and there about about poetry specifically, but um, I'm wanting to focus a little bit more again on politics and news. Um, I think, like I said, it's something that I think important topics people may not necessarily reach for are the ones that we maybe need to talk about the most. Um, And so I'm hoping in the next little bit to be launching a few podcasts, short explainer type episodes talking about things in the news and why people should care about them. So that's something I'm hoping to uh, put out in the next little bit that people can look out for.
0: Awesome. That is amazing. Thank you so much. Do you want to plug yourself maybe? Where can people find your work and where can people contact you if they're interested in the work that you do?
1: Yeah, so uh, at rumandwoke on Instagram is my Instagram handles. People can reach out to me there um, or my website is rumandwoke.com. So you can there's a contact me page and then all of my blogs, podcasts, poetry, whatever else is all available on the website.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining
1: us. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Leaders of Colour. Be sure to leave us a comment and a rating, and check out our website at leadingincolor.ca.